everybody. Welcome. We're back. It's been a while. I'm trying not to laugh because uh, we did a countdown before we pushed play and uh, Shannon reenacted the guy from Wayne's World as he counted three, two, one. So uh, anyway, welcome back to Club Tropicana at the DK Lounge. We are here again in beautiful Groveport, Ohio at the Shanna Cabana, uh, also known as the set of the hit TV show Hoarders. <laughs> We've rearranged the uh, the recording desk. Uh, we're a little more comfortable now, I think. And uh, Shannon, we've got a lot to talk about. What, what's do? the episode about this time? Well, I would like to point out that we are actually recording on a Sunday night at eight thirty. So Groveport after dark. Ooh. So will the sounds be any different? I don't know. Could there be a random gunshot? Maybe. Um, <laughs> but it is Sunday, so we'll hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully everything will be pretty calm and all you hear are crickets. We're going to wing it. This is our uh, this is our original. Don't we normally wing it? Well, we, we sound like we're winging it anyway. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's more organized on paper, but uh, we do wing it. This is our original episode four, the music episode. It was that, and then we changed our minds when we found somebody that wanted to be on the show. And we decided to talk about sports. Mm-hmm. And between the three lack of availabilities of the people <laughs> involved, we, <laughs> Shannon and I were kind of talking lately, uh, you know, we haven't recorded anything in a month or so. And it's pushing two months, almost actually. Almost two months, and we need to get something out there. Yeah. So uh, You thought you could get rid of us, but we're like that cockroach that you just keep stepping on and hoping, <laughs> hoping it will go away. And we just reappear <laughs> right when you think that we're gone. And we bring a few friends with us. <laughs> right. But, uh, so we decided to go back to uh, the music episode. We, we should probably mention that the gentleman that was going to be our guest host, he's out in the middle, he's out in the middle of the Mediterranean on a yacht in Greece. So, <sighs> yeah, he found that better thing to do. Than to be on, the, than on the to be on our podcast. I believe we have audio of that. Let me push play here. Well, would I rather be on a podcast in Groveport or on a yacht in Greece? <laughs> I choose Greece. <laughs> hey, wow. I would too. <laughs> that is some shocking audio, Shannon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Before we even get into the music, this is going to be a little bit longer episode because we've got so much crap to catch, catch up, up on with each other, not just yeah, you guys. Yeah, I was going to say, I haven't even seen you really in a while. It's been, I think uh, we've seen each other in the office once in a month. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Shannon, uh, what have you been up to? Oh, I've uh, just been living life here at uh, <laughs> Club Tropishana <laughs> without you. <laughs> Going to work, you know, it's Sunday, I usually get my, you know, normal Sunday night blues where I try to stay up to the very last possible minute to just ring the last drop out of the weekend, and, uh, you know, I did a little traveling to our office in Des Moines, the city that uh, pretty much always sleeps, but I like it, it's one of my, <laughs> I like, I like it, I'm referring to Des Moines, and it's really not, you know, it's not uh, a jab to Des Moines. I love Des Moines. I didn't think I would, but it's actually a pretty cool, pretty cool scene. A uh, lot of breweries, microbreweries, um, good restaurant scene, good public arts. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a neat little city. So, um, but yeah, I was there for a week doing some training out there, and um, yeah, 
Yeah, I remember you coming back, and uh, I think this. It was wasn't the, 120 degrees out there, so I think this was the third or fourth time you've been to Des Moines, and uh, you 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 failed once again to tell Jasmine Tucker that I said hi. I have no but idea the, who that is. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. You have the same ID system that I do. <laughs> So, just because I can look her up doesn't mean I know who she is, nor she knows who I am, although she should. But she doesn't. You're Shannon Barnett. That is true. Well, I'm glad Des Moines was nice. Yes. Um, Yes, it was. We'll get into some other news. I have have to read this to you. Speaking of work people, we got a really nice email from our friend Mandy Jennings. Mandy Jennings, our uh, historian at work. Long story about that. Maybe we'll get into it sometime, but we got to get moving. But she sent us this wonderful email, and I would like to read some of it to you. Shannon, would you like to hear it? I, I would. I've read it, but yes, read it to me, <laughs> because you have that such like soothing, sexy voice. Read it to me, Daddy. It says... No, it's... <laughs> that wasn't too sexy and soothing. But anyway, she says, I've been listening to you and Shannon's podcast, and it is really fantastic. You guys are doing a really great job. It's refreshing to listen to people who have the same movie and music references that I do. I think you guys have something special and are going to go far. Keep it up. You both sound great on air. On our iPhones. (laughs) And I love the background ambience of Groveport. Birds, cars, and all. I just wanted to send my best wishes for both of you. You have a fan in me. Thank you, Mandy. You're awesome, Mandy. So, um... Thank you for saying that we sound great, because you have such a great voice, but I feel like I'm, in no offense to Fran Drescher, <laughs> but I feel like I kind of have, like, the Fran Drescher thing going on. How I don't does know. she sound? <laughs> oh, Mr. Sheffield. I don't, you know, I don't know, just kind of that nasally, like, high-pitched. I, I don't have a good recording voice. I don't think you give yourself enough credit sometimes. I feel like you know? I need to be a little more. I, I, I feel like I, my voice needs to be a little more deep and a little less nasally. With your experience with tra- traveling around and training and everything, you're in front of people all the time. You should that do doesn't sp- mean I do it well. You should do speaking engagements. <laughs> Over what? I don't know. Isn't but- this not a speaking <laughs> engagement? <laughs> No, this is a podcast. Oh. This is a anybody can do it <laughs> type of thing. <laughs> okay. You know? Um, but you you should you should consider you know a, a, a speaking tour. You make killer money doing that stuff. Oh, okay. And I'll I'll go there to introduce you. <laughs> Here with more is Shannon Barnett. <laughs> I like to talk. <laughs> I like to talk good. So, um, part of our delay, uh, I have some news of my own. Bastard. And. <laughs> Uh, Shannon, Shannon was momentarily very upset with me, uh, but for good reason, I suppose. I, uh, I think it's more of a jealousy thing, honestly. <laughs> like, you're not going to be that far. But. No, I, uh, I am moving. I'm leaving Columbus again, uh, this time for, uh, the, uh, Queen City, uh, <gasps> Cincinnati. That's what they call it, I don't I feel like you were leading that up to be more exotic than it was. It's Cincinnati, Shannon. Cincinnati. <laughs> I don't know if I can be more exotic than that. <laughs> But uh, my parents, uh, they moved to Westchester in June. And uh, Westchester is only about an hour and a half from here. Uh, so it's not all that far. But uh, they finally left West Virginia. And, you know, they're in their 70s now. And uh, they've both got uh, 
a few health issues, and uh, it seems like when one of them gets sick, the other one has a tough time taking care of the other one. And and that's been on my mind for uh, uh, several years now, you know. And I thought, you know, hey, I'm not moving back to West Virginia. I'm not moving to, I can't move to Pittsburgh, you know, whatever. And then they moved to Westchester, and it's like, well, that's closer. And I thought that that would be fine. It turns out maybe not. Um, so I'm going to go down there and be closer to them. Um, yes, there's other reasons. <laughs> Things that we can talk about when we're retired. But, uh, um, also, you know, the, the, the truth is, and I think we've talked about this since I've been back from Florida, I don't think I've been right either. Um, and so it comes down to one of those cases where uh, maybe they need me and I need them. And uh, so uh, that's going to happen here uh, at the end of the month. Uh, I've been driving down every week with boxes in the car, <laughs> getting everything down there that I can before the moving company comes on the 29th. And uh, I broke the news to Shannon. Uh, and right there in the office in front of everybody, Shannon stood up from her chair and called me everything but a white man. And I got to tell you, that was, it was brutal. It was brutal. Security was called. Um, <laughs> you were called. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't happen. But, um, no. But, I just uh, kicked his ass in the parking lot instead. <laughs> right. she, she hit me with a tire iron when I wasn't looking. Yep. And, you know, but uh, So basically, long story short, is you're pulling the LeBron James and you're taking your talents to Miami by way of Cincinnati. I am, uh, <laughs> I am also, of course, leaving the company to do this, and I took a job with a company called MedPace. It's oh, I'm surprised you mentioned that. clinical research organization. That, uh, Are did... you going to be the human test subject? <laughs> I should be, you know. <laughs> um, MedPace, here's an interesting detail, and maybe you didn't know this either. The Cincinnati Bengals were in the Super Bowl oh. two Super Bowls ago. Yeah. And uh, I I didn't remember this at all. MedPace had a commercial in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, I, I I had no idea, and uh, so it's like the more I research this company, I'm like, okay, let me see what this is about. And applied, went through the interview process, and uh, they were like, hey, can we do a phone interview? The phone interview went well. Can we do a second interview? I was like, are these people serious? <laughs> I think at first I, I didn't know they were that serious, and then I went down in person for the second interview. It went really, really well. And oh, I didn't know you went down there. I went down there. Took oh. a look at the place. The place is on a, a street called Madison, and the canvas is called Madison Square. You got to love that. Wow. But uh, it all came to a head, and uh, I think I told you I got my 20th anniversary certificate in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> and then the day after, I accepted the job with MedBase. <laughs> so you took that 20th anniversary certificate and wiped your ass with it. I did not. I hung that thing on my wall because I'm actually very proud of it. And um, <laughs> But uh, no, so that, that's, that's my life change. Um, so that's almost everything. Uh, Shannon, you have... A big announcement that you told me right before we went on air. It's really not that big of an announcement. It's just something that well, I'm going to do. I thought it do. was big. <laughs> so it's big. Oh, oh, okay. There you go. It's not as big as, you know, moving down from, you know, to the Queen Sea or anything. <laughs> Cincinnati. Queen that is. <laughs> Queen City, not the Queen Sea. Well, I'm calling it the Queen Sea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> oh, is in the letter C. Yes. Oh, okay. Cleveland, Columbus, Cincinnati, the okay. Queen C. Okay. I guess. Which one's the king? And the is Columbus <laughs> the court gesture? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Uh, so one of the things on my bucket list that I've wanted to do since I was probably about 20 years old is, uh, climb Mount Kilimanjaro. And it's been something that I've been thinking about for a long time, but I really started doing research, um, about actually climbing it, uh, within the past couple of years. And, um, just, uh, I turned 39 this year, which thank you. You aged me. Uh, an additional year on our Instagram account. You, know, you said was, I was turning forty this year. That was a. I said forty nine. That was a. Uh, oh, you said I was forty nine. Okay, that, yeah. That was an unfortunate typo. That uh, <laughs> and I had to call Instagram management and say, "Hey, get get your stuff together." I, was, you I see that they got right on that. Then. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I decided to. Uh, I picked an outfitter and I put a deposit down and. Uh, Krista and I and another friend, we are going to be, with any luck, summoning Mount Kilimanjaro on my actual 40th birthday next year. That is so cool. So, yeah. Should we add that to episode three, the travel episode? (laughs) (laughs) Episode three, redo. Episode three, part three. (laughs) Well, if I survive it, uh, we'll do a dispatch dispatch from the mountain or something like that. Okay. Episode. Now, if you get to the top of the mountain, do you like do like yells or calls or anything? Yes, <laughs> I'll be singing Julie Andrews's "Climb Every Mountain" Aww. on my way up there. The hills are alive <laughs> with the sound of Barnett. <laughs> with the sound of Barnett barfing. <laughs> 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 But yeah, that's what I'm doing. Shannon, that's cool. Hey, uh, so the last thing before we dive into the music, we uh, we celebrated actually a month ago now. We celebrated our 200th download. So <laughs> and no, it wasn't us doing it. <laughs> right, it wasn't us repeatedly hitting play, 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 play. <laughs> so whoever you are out there, wherever you are, thank you so much again for for listening to our little podcast and uh, the little podcast that could the little podcast that could it keeps on chugga 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 chugga. Um, and as I told Shannon, well, you know, after I told her about the move and everything, this thing will continue. I, I don't care that I'm an hour and a half away. I love doing this. I love Shannon. And we are going to keep and doing I, this. And I, you, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> because Shannon was legitimately worried about the I know. The it's like, we just got know? this thing going and now you're showing yeah. it? You know, didn't really care about the family or problems or anything else. She was like, what about this, the podcast? This isn't about you. <laughs> <laughs> this is about the listeners, the people. The people. The listener in Hungary, Dennis. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, That's what I'm thinking. i got to show you a picture of her. But oh. uh, anyhow. Um, hello. 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 Um, so I think, uh, anything else before we, uh, get into this? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, congrats on the, uh, Dallas Cowboys winning their second game oh, that's of the right. season. At least you know that yes. whatever happens, they will have won two games this year. That is a hell of a segue. <laughs> I'll start. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Okay. I got to witness my Dallas Cowboys win the first game of the season. 40 to nothing. And you know what? What you sacrificed? I didn't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Because that day, I had a ticket to see Duran Duran for the fourth time, fifth time. (laughs) And that day... Around five-ish, four-ish, maybe. I don't know what time it is now. You'd have to see the police report. But <laughs> I am on... Dennis got, Dennis got caught at a road stop on 71 I, North. <laughs> my car got murdered. <sighs> to quote Sophia from uh, uh, Golden Girls, picture it. <laughs> I'm on I-71. Traffic's pretty heavy. I'm only about a half hour, 40 minutes out of Columbus. Traffic's pretty good, pretty heavy, and I'm in the far left lane, and we're going, and we're going, and I see two cars ahead of me. This driver hits the brakes and swerves left, and I'm like, oh, shit, because there's a car between us, and I've I've got, like, almost no time to react, but looked over the shoulder to the right, nothing, hit the wheel to the right, made it over, Safe, and as I'm turning to look forward, there's no time. There is a nice, humongous sliver of what used to be a tractor trailer tire about to hit the windshield. Oh, shit! So, there's nothing I can do. I just closed my eyes. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel! <laughs> Jesus, I kind of said that in a way, I don't want to repeat it. Uh, <laughs> Simon LeBon! <laughs> personal idol though out of all of them that's your favorite right he's i don't like idols but if i had one he'd be it i Uh. mean he's influenced every creative thing i've ever done (laughs) he probably had some influence on this thing i don't know but anyway the um tire actually bounced off the hood off the windshield and over and there was a second tire and i didn't know where it went so I see smudges on the windshield. There's no crack. It didn't spider. I'm like, oh, okay, good. There's just smudges. So I hit the windshield wipers, and wow, I didn't realize I was out of washer fluid. You know, <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? That's I, a I shitty better, time to realize you're out of washer fluid. I better pull over and 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 just look at the car just in case. You know, there's no lights on the dashboard. You know, this thing hit hard. Yeah. But there were no lights on the dashboard. I don't hear anything. It's still purring like a kitten. Everything's fine. But I'm like, you know, let me get out and look at it because it hit hard. So I get over on the berm and I put on my hazard lights and I get out and I check out the smudges on the hood. We got a little friend in the in the hoarder house. A little cricket. In the garage. Our special guest today is the cricket. Jiminy. Jiminy. Welcome, Jiminy. But uh, so I got out and... I'm looking at the smudges on the hood and the windshield, and they're just, you know, they're coming off with my thumb. It's like, okay, no big deal. And then uh, I noticed something on the front of the hood over here. There's a little cap off of something, and it was like off. And I'm like, oh, well, that's unfortunate. And I'm looking around. Oh, the whole corner bumper panel is gone. And the reason I didn't have any washer fluid is because there was a big hole in the washer <laughs> fluid reservoir, and it was hanging to the ground, along with the corner of what was left of the bumper. And we'll go out and take a look at it later. 
But I was like, oh, my God. Did you run over the tire and not realize it? I or don't, did it I, I don't bounce know. up and just hit it? It must have bounced. When, when I switched lanes and turned around, these things were airborne. Huh. So somebody in front of me, maybe that car that swerved, hit one, sent it airborne. Maybe several cars hit it. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I, I look at this and, you know, the, the front corner of my car is gone. <laughs> the washer fluid reservoir is hanging. The, the hoses are hanging off of it. Uh, and I was like, oh, this is this is bad. And what was left of the bumper was almost dragging. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I get back in the car and I sit down for a minute and... There's a car in front of me. It's uh, it's an older family. Same thing happened to them, and uh, I I I don't know if they called the state highway patrol or if they were just around, but they stopped. And uh, I'm kind of sitting here in shock because, you know, I I avoided a, a collision, but I'm still screwed here, and I don't know exactly yet what's wrong with the car. Yeah. If anything is wrong with the car. But I'm sitting here in shock, and then the officer comes up and starts asking me questions, and I filled out the report and all that stuff, and and uh, I was going to call a tow truck. I thought it might need towed, and uh, the officer said, you know, there's a truck parking lot a half a mile up the street. If you just want to put on your hazards and take it on the berm, up to just just go up there. I'm like, oh, okay, great. So I do that, and. By now, I'm I'm a pretty good sweaty mess from looking at the car and getting down underneath and all that stuff. And I've decided, well, no concert. <laughs> Third row, Shannon. Uh. Third row. And it was in this pavilion where the stage was closer to the seats. Not like in the arenas. Anyway. Where I get was, up, it? was it at Blossom? Uh, yeah. Oh, God, that's a great place to see a show, I've too. never been there. No. Shit. So I believe you. <laughs> but... Um, I get up to this truck parking place, and uh, I get out of the car. I know I'm not going anywhere north now because I figured, what if something else is wrong with the car and I don't know it? I go to the show. I come back out. The car won't start any number of Yeah, because you would have been in the middle of a field in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> Scared to death. Hearing banjos. Well, not that. <laughs> <laughs> not that. Not like West Virginia bad like that. Hey. <laughs> so I'm at the truck parking place, and I get out again, and I kind of get underneath the hood a little bit more and i saw where the top part of the bumper and the bottom part of the bumper they just snap in there's like three or four snaps our cars are plastic yeah they're all plastic junk and everything and i was like okay well wait a minute let me you know i got three of the four of them in and the little corner piece that was hanging almost to the ground it was up far enough and I thought, you know, I, I think I can drive this home. You know, I got no lights on the dashboard. Nothing else sounds wrong. I think I can drive this home. So, And you're still driving it today. I'm still driving it now. It's fine. <laughs> it just looks like shit. But uh, so the washer fluid reservoir, I kind of hooked the hoses back up to it as best I could so, to keep it in because it was off the, the bolts that it was on. So I got in the car, turned it around, and came home. And, um, yes, I, I, I missed Duran Duran. And that was like a little, like, congratulatory present to yourself for getting that job, wasn't it? It was. I bought the tickets the night before. <laughs> <laughs> 
So anyway, that is my first uh, musical story uh, of how I did not get to see Duran Duran, but I got to see my Cowboys win 40 to nothing against the Giants. Hey, Shannon. <laughs> yeah? Tell me about the last concert you went to. The last Do you remember concert? the last concert you went to? Yeah, that was this summer. The last concert I went to was the Dave Matthews show at... Uh... That's right. We've already talked about that. Yeah. You know, driving home, white knuckle driving home okay. to avoid a storm, which we got stuck in the storm all the way home. Yeah, the Dave Matt, the two day show where we camped and it was hotter than the devil's dick outside. Tell me about your experience <laughs> when you and I went to see Hall and Oates and Tears for Fears. <laughs> Tell me what you remember from that night. Well, I remember we have a stupid video of us singing with sunglasses on. <laughs> we were singing, You Make My Dreams Come True. <laughs> yep. Um, did we go to dinner, or did no. we just meet? We just met there. Yeah. And we were late for Tears for Fears. Why? I remember that. I think we thought there was a third act, <laughs> or it started later, but it didn't. So we did miss Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Yeah. We were there for Shout, though, weren't we? Yes, we were. Yeah. That was like eight years ago. Was <laughs> 2017, actually. Okay, so that was ago. like, what, six years ago? Yeah. I don't remember much. <laughs> <laughs> That's about all. We should mention that uh, the the script that we write up for these things is a little bit different. Shannon and I decided we needed to get a uh, episode done so fast that we were just going to wing it. Episode so. five, the winging it episode. <laughs> the winging it episode. <laughs> Shannon, those are really great memories from Hall & Oates. I'm glad you shared those with us. Um, I'm glad I can remember that much. <laughs> I remember. It was that. a good show. I do remember that. It was a good show. They sounded great. You Every every song. Except- I think it's funny that somebody my age went to a Hall & Oates show and enjoyed it. Well, they were a little old for me. They were popular when I was a baby. A little kid, yeah. And did you notice, though, that their set, every song but one was a hit? Yeah, they I to. all hits. It was crazy. Yeah. You know, you've made it when every song that you do it hit. live yeah. is a hit. Yeah. <sighs> See, yep. that was 2017, and that was before I moved to Florida. And you and I had this plan. It was right before you moved to Florida. That yeah. was like one of the last things that we did. I we had planned to do a summer concert series. <laughs> that was a hell of a series. We went to one show. One show. <laughs> I don't know if one show constitutes a series, but we had we had a list of possibilities. We hadn't decided on everything yet, but Hall and Oates and Tears for Fears was one. Yeah, uh, we were thinking about Tom Petty. We were thinking about. I went to see Brian Wilson, which was a a, a pretty good. Show. It was an honor to see him. He did the Pet Sounds album, huh. and then he did some Beach Boys stuff. Huh. Um. But we had a list. Do you remember anybody else that was on that list? <laughs> it was... Don't remember that either. <laughs> I would like to point out that I have had COVID, like COVID OG at the end of 2020, and it kind of screwed my brain up a little bit. And I like... should mention that I have a photographic memory, and there's there's things that I remember that my mother wishes I didn't. <laughs> we were talking about oh, something <laughs> months ago, and she looks at me and goes, Oh, your memory. <laughs> I used to have that kind of memory, and I, you know, I just, I, yeah, there are just some things I don't remember anymore. Did you get the shots? I did after the pat. yeah. Did you get the boosters? Yeah. Okay. I yeah. stopped after the shots. 
No, I didn't. I just got the I just got the first set of shots. Okay. When they started coming out with boosters, I was like, no, no, no. I've jumped through enough hoops. Yeah. No. Yeah. I I got it pretty bad, though. Yeah. I got it at the end of 2020 and before the shots were even out. And I lost my taste. Had, was sick in bed. Couldn't move for two weeks. Then I ended up catching pneumonia from it. And I was off work for like two months. And still, to this day, have problems with my mouth and memory and... Yeah. Anyway. There's somebody at work. I can't. We, we shouldn't talk about it on air, but on there's, air. there's somebody at work I got to talk to you about about the COVID shot. Oh, okay. It went bad. Oh. Real bad. Um, did you and I. What face was that? <laughs> you should have seen this, folks. I don't know if that was fish face or what it was. That was Shanene from Sh- In Living Color. <laughs> Oh, God. Um, In 2001, did we talk about this? Were we at the U2 show together and we didn't know it? Probably, because I was there. Because I was telling you, I was with my friend Emily Hesselbein, and you know her. Well, it's been years since I've seen her, but yeah, we worked on a... We volunteered for um, the Red Cross disaster assistance teams. She was one of the leaders, and I was just one of the volunteers. But yeah, I worked with her several times. Um being on call and responding to house fires through the Red Cross. But, yeah, very small world. I didn't even know you back then. Uh, no, that was 2001. <laughs> and that's a random woman that you dated. We didn't meet for another six years, maybe. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, because I started at the end of 2007. Yeah. Yeah. Small world. That's crazy. Wasn't that a great show? That was an amazing show. I remember, I don't know what song it was, but Bono's walking around the heart-shaped catwalk and... Yep. Somebody gave him his phone, gave him, uh, gave him their phone, and he started singing into it. Oh. And I was like, how cool is that? You know, it's funny because we I was picking Krista up, and I was driving her car, and she's got the satellite radio, and, it ha- and I, was, I always listened to the YouTube channel in there, and mm-hmm. they were doing I got the, that channel. Yeah. yeah. I was listening to one of the YouTube stories, like the listener stories tonight, and it was about some guy, and I'm like literally driving her car in tears listening to this guy's story. And his wife died on 9-11 in one of the flights. Mm-hmm. And he ended up meeting Sean Penn, the, the, guy, the woman's husband, the woman who died's husband who was telling the story. Mm-hmm. He ended up meeting Sean Penn at some charity get-together or something or other. And Sean Penn is great friends with you, too. And he, the, Sean Penn mentioned that they were going to be at this concert and if he would do a tribute to this guy's wife. So Bono did the song Walk On and said, this is for, oh you know, so-and-so, beautiful so-and-so. It's like, God, I love that band. Like, I know I've rambled on about you 2 for a couple of episodes now, but, like, I don't care. I could ramble on about them, but that's why I have you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that band. I feel like... I have been through my life with that band. There's a song. There's songs that make me happy. There's songs that make me sad. There's songs that make me think about the world and my experiences. I I love them. When they do stuff from the Unforgettable Fire, mm-hmm. that's because that's the first stuff that I had heard from them. You know, the, the, some of those songs get me. I mean, they did one of those at the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. Which one? Oh, uh, what was it? MLK. Well, yeah, because at the Super Bowl that year, they were everybody was still reeling over nine eleven. Mm-hmm. They they did the Super Bowl for the two thousand one, two thousand two. Yeah, the, the halftime, halftime show, and they had all the names yeah. cascading down from from this 
I think Curtin or whatever it was while they were yeah. playing. Yeah. There's no better band to have done that show. The delicate nature of everything that was happening and 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 you know a lot of that was actually live. They're one of the they're one of the few bands that'll plug in the instruments for anything. They yeah. want to. And you don't have to worry about, like, Bono's boob coming out or anything, right? Like a boob malfunction? I never really thought about that, Shannon, but thanks. <laughs> Maybe Larry's boob. I don't know, but... he's Yeah, they're getting ready to start this at the Sphere, and Larry's not there. I know. This is the, the first tickets, time, isn't it? Yeah. And the tickets are super expensive, because Krista... I've had a lot of people say, so you're going to go to the Sphere? And it's like, I no, can't... No, it's not in Berlin. <laughs> Well, I would love to go see them there. I think that that venue would be amazing to see them there, but I cannot bring myself to do it because Larry's not there. Mm -hmm. I cannot see that band without Larry there because he's actually one of my favorites. I mean, it's Larry's band. Yeah, well, yeah. (laughs) Not to to mention that it's Larry's band. Yeah, he was the first member. But he's like, I mean, Larry is one of the reasons why I would like bang on my bed pretending I was a drummer. Like, (laughs) really, my mom could tell you stories like, (laughs) She's like, she could hear me upstairs. Like, and she was like, actually, you got kind of good <laughs> with like the dull drumming thing. And I was like, why didn't I? I instead, I played the saxophone. I should have played the drums. But Or saxophone and drums. At the same I mean, time, that would have been a... With how you can record in your home studio now, you could have just done them both and sang and whatever that's else. True. You know? That mixing is true. Mixing is... Mixing is so easy now. I wish I could. I wish you could be there when I'm mixing these episodes, so you can see how fast it is. How fast it is. You know, even with all the stuff that I'm adding to it. You know. Yeah. But. uh, But yeah, like I like I mentioned, I went to Berlin to see you two, and it was during one of the worst times of my life. mm -hmm. You know, I was getting divorced. I was, you know, I was single for the first time ever. I lost the person in, that I loved the most at that time in my life, mm-hmm. and I just was trying to, you know, find myself and pick myself back up and, you know, figure out my life again, and there was you too in and then, Berlin. And they helped you forget all about Wayne Lee's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Ruin uh, a beautiful moment, Dennis. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Thank you for that, you <laughs> bastard. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. You know, I, I moved up here um, about, I think it was two months before they were here for Pop Mart. I, I was at that show. I was no. 12. I was 12 God. years old at Ohio State. I wanted to see that so bad. I didn't have any money yet. That was an you amazing know. show. Yeah, and I I, you know... Of course, back then, you never know when they're coming back, and thank God they came back in 2001 because they haven't been back since. Not in Columbus, anyway. I don't even know if they've been in Ohio. No. Not Cleveland, not Cincy? uh, No. No. So I've seen them in Chicago, in Pittsburgh, and and, Washington, D.C. And? And Toronto. And? And Berlin. (laughs) 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 But yeah, Ohio. And I'm holding out. Whenever they say that their last tour is coming, I'm holding out for Dublin, Ireland. Yes, and you take plenty of videos of that. Oh, oh my gosh. Pictures, and yes, because we need those. Anybody that wants to go, email me. Message me through Instagram. We'll do a whole big trip. I've got a couple people that want to go already. If I can find a safer way than flying and being (laughs) on a boat, I'll be there. (laughs) 
Well, then I guess I won't see you there. <laughs> Come on, Elon Musk. <laughs> Do something, you know. Um, Try to float that piece of shit car across <laughs> that bumperless car. <laughs> well, he was doing good for about a mile, and then one side started to sink. <laughs> Don't know what it was. Uh, Titanic 2. Uh, I love your relationship with you two. I really do. I, I love you too. Honey. Uh, <laughs> I, God, I thought my favorite band being Depeche Mode. I know I talk feverishly about Duran Duran, but I never really talk about Depeche Mode as much, you know. I love, Depe- was- I love Depeche Mode, too. Like, you and I have always connected with music. Mm-hmm. I was listening to Depeche Mode in 97 as, as I- a seventh grader. And, you know, when everybody was listening to all the shit that was popular in the late 90s, yeah. I was listening to Duran Duran and Depeche Mode yeah. thinking this was the best ever. 97 was such a shit year for those, for the 80s bands yeah. that were really... You know, I always look at pop from U2 and people, people, people give it grief. They, I love it. They crap on it, and it's like, I think I I know why, because it's not a pop album. No, they, but it's it's a it's a it's their take on capitalism and cheap consumer goods rotting and ruining the world. Yeah, like, it, it's partly that. It's it's a very if anything, it's a very depressing and <laughs> serious album. I mean, right. if you listen to Gone, yeah. Bono is questioning himself and all that he's gained and everything, and it's a really depressing album. It has nothing to do with pop. Or, you know, yeah, no, it's pop, nothing I like... Thought, I thought Pop Mart was a little bit weird to sing these depressing songs <laughs> over, you know, a dancing, you know, person in that intermission or whatever when they were doing Lemon and coming out in the Lemon and everything. Yeah. But... Uh, you had that album. That was really sad. Depeche Mode's album, Ultra, Ultra. was really rough Very because dark. Dave, Dave Gone had just survived heroin overdose <laughs> two years earlier. Yeah. And that album was... I remember re- watching the VH1 behind the music on Depeche oh, Mode yeah. like that time you know, in 97. And by 97, they lost Alan Wilder, so there was only three of them yeah. on that album. So that uh, that whole thing was really it was a triumph that they made an album but it was a really sad album. It was dark. Duran Duran releases Medazalan which was anything but happy. I and don't remember that one. It's it's not a very well-known one. But they released this album and it was kind of it was a there was a lot of technology use on this one too. Yeah. But uh one of their songs was called Michael you've got a lot to answer for. It's about Ma- Michael, Michael Hutchinson. Hutchinson. Yeah. And this was before he died. What year did he die? 97. Oh. Yeah. And the, In Excess put out an album <laughs> in 97 right before he died, and they come out with a song called Elegantly Wasted. I love that song. It was pretty good, but that album was me. But anyway, yeah, Michael, you've got a lot to answer for. Simon is singing to Michael Hutchins. That song is about Michael Hutchins. And then he died. And I didn't... You know, again, that was 97. I didn't have any money. I couldn't go see tours just yet. <laughs> um, Duran played in Cleveland at some auditorium. You know, they were kind of like in a down period where they couldn't get arenas or yeah. theaters or anything, so they are playing in an auditorium. And uh, I saw a couple of stories where they tried to do that song and Simon LeBon couldn't do it. 
And in the Cleveland one, he started crying on stage. Yeah. And Warren Cucurillo, who's their guitarist at the time, yeah. he comes over and gives them a big hug, and they get on with the show. So, 97 was not a happy year for those bands. Some great, great, great music yeah. came out of it, but just not a very happy time. And I didn't get to see any of those shows. <laughs> Depeche Mode, I've only seen uh, twice. It was on the devotional tour. Mm. They did two legs in 93 and uh, 94, and that's when there were four of them. Um, fantastic show. Yeah. And it was, I guess, further made fantastic the experience because Dave Gone was on heroin. You know, the, <laughs> the, the, the Steubenville... I'm not news, laughing at that. <laughs> the <laughs> Steubenville newspapers and everybody around where I grew up in Fallensby, West Virginia, they have no idea who Depeche Mode is. They don't, they, you know, they're just trying to be hit by covering the show and whatever. And all the stories were, well, the singer was really intense. <laughs> yeah, that's because no he's on something a bit exotic. <laughs> I took my brother to the first one. It was in uh, Pittsburgh at the old Igloo where the Pens used to play. Oh, yeah. Don't they and, still uh, play there? Uh, I Isn't don't know it if it's just this, now renamed it's not the PPG same. or Paints Arena or something PPG like that? Paints, but it's this one's down by the North Shore. Uh. It's not. I don't think it's where the old one was. The old one was on a hill, closer to Pitt. Oh, okay. Um, but this show, I mean, just the stage production, all the art and film work that was going on in this show, and that was the first one I'd seen like that. This is back in 93, you know, so they were like, <laughs> on the forefront of all this stuff. Um, I want to tell you one story about that night. Okay. It has nothing to do about music. <laughs> if my brother's listening, please don't kick my ass. <laughs> we are on our way home from this show, okay? And my brother's a prankster. Anything for a laugh. We're driving in my little 93 Geo Metro, right? <laughs> Metro. We're leaving downtown. <laughs> We're leaving downtown Pittsburgh, and we get ready to hit the Fort Pitt tunnels. And this minivan with his family in it pulls up beside us. My brother gets up. Now imagine, you know, he's almost six feet tall, and he's getting up in a Geo Metro <laughs> to bend over, <laughs> pull down his pants. And show these people his underwear that says, don't follow me. I just farted a big one. (laughs) (laughs) I look over at the other car and this family of like five people, they're all looking. (laughs) They're all laughing. They're laughing so hard. The driver's laughing really hard. Jason sits back down. He's laughing really hard. And I can't stop laughing. I got tears in my eyes. I'm having trouble seeing the road. And that's like 35 minutes from home. For 35 minutes, we're both laughing hysterically at this. (laughs) Anyway, it had nothing to do with music, but that had something to do with the concert night. So I thought I'd add that in there. (laughs) Um, Shannon, you want to take a little break? Yeah, let's... I think uh, we've we've gone about uh, oh I don't know let's see about oh, forty three minutes already. <laughs> so, it's gonna uh... be like it's gonna be like episode three, a two parter. This is gonna be a long episode. We apologize, but we've missed each other so much, and we got and so we much missed to talk you. about. We feel like we need to fill your airwaves <laughs> with crap. So we're gonna take a little break, and uh, mm-hmm. please enjoy this word from our sponsor. <laughs> I love having people over for a party. 
The thought of friends and folks coming over to my place for a good time is something I look forward to. But as beautiful as my furniture and window displays are, I'd noticed some time ago that my house wasn't perfect. And that bothered me. What was the problem, you ask? Dull knobs. Dull knobs on my doors. Dull knobs on my cabinets. And that's when I picked up a bottle of Dick Shiny's Knob Polish. Affordable and easy to use, Dick Shiny's can really polish a knob. Just squirt a few drops onto a cloth, rub that knob vigorously for five to ten minutes, and watch as it begins to look the way it did the day you put it on the door. So if you're not happy with your knobs, head to the store and grab a bottle of Dick Shiny's Knob Polish today. everybody we're back hey uh if you're enjoying the music uh that you heard at the intro and just now and we've got another one for the close of the show these were brought to us by our friend len d'amico that is len on guitar len if you're not familiar yet and you should be if you love music in central ohio len has his own podcast called columbus local podcast and it's all about columbus musicians and uh Follow that one uh, on uh, on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter if he's got one. I don't know. He's on Spotify and he's on Apple and he's on all, wherever you people get your podcasts. But Len D'Amico is a Columbus music legend himself and he loves interviewing other Columbus music people. And if you have not heard the podcast yet, give it a listen. And if uh, you'd like to be on his podcast, reach out to him. He'd love to hear from you. So uh, with that said, Shannon, you want to dive into this stuff again yeah let's let's dive hmm? deep dive okay anything uh, you wanted to, to to say beforehand though oh yeah i think i have an announcement you're getting married uh no uh, okay. <laughs> i think uh, uh no um I think because of this podcast, we might actually be considering uh, hosting one of these epic uh, Halloween parties again. We're considering it. So I would love to come to one of Shannon Barnett's con- Halloween parties. Yeah, nothing, nothing, you know, set in stone yet. But thinking of the old Halloween costumes. Are you inviting the whole city <laughs> of, of Groveport? <laughs> <laughs> That's safe. Yeah. <laughs> No, you know, just as a select few, invite only. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm working. Uh, if you can't tell, like Chris Farley is kind of one of my go-to like legend kind of things, mm-hmm. and I've been uh, kind of perfecting my Matt Foley motivational speaker. <laughs> so I might be doing that as a costume this year. So I don't know. I would love to see that. Yeah, I would love to see. Hey, we uh, before we got back on here, we actually took a little break and we did some promos, and Shannon did some killer Chris Farley. Uh, and you're going to see I don't those know about here. Killer Chris Farley, but Chris Farley. Just when you see some of these, like Chris Farley was the inspiration in mind. Yes, we'll say. You can tell Shannon was a big fan. <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> Shannon, if I were to ask you what your favorite concert venue was of all time, what would you say? 
<sighs> Currently, I would have to say Blossom up in Cleveland. It's the perfect place. You son of a it's, bitch. <laughs> I'd like to say, Dennis, do you agree? <laughs> but you can't. <laughs> no, but honestly, like, it sits out and it's right, uh, it backs right up against Cuyahoga Falls National Park. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're looking at me with this face like you're ready to jump over this four-foot table and strangle me. <laughs> no, please continue. <laughs> It's just, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful concert venue. And like I said, it sits right smack dab up next to Cuyahoga Falls, uh, Cuyahoga Valley, sorry, Cuyahoga Valley National Park. So it's a beautiful area, but it's like in the middle of nowhere. So, okay. But just the whole venue, the ambiance, the, the scenery, gorgeous. You know, the one thing I have left to do is a stadium show. Mm. I've never actually bought a ticket to see a band at a stadium. I did go to a Pittsburgh Pirates game in the late 80s, I think, at the old Three River Stadium. In that PNC Park yet. It was still Three River Stadium. And after the game, they had a special performance by Cool and the Gang. <laughs> I was going to say Three Dog Night. And, and <laughs> <laughs> that was actually pretty fun. But uh, no, I, I've, I've never, uh, never done a stadium before. I would have to say my favorite, my favorite venue is usually the theaters. Yeah, you strike me as a theater man. I love the theaters. Uh, probably Playhouse Square in Cleveland. Uh, that's a, that's a beautiful one there, and uh, that's I'm saying that probably because I've never actually seen a live band at the Ohio Theater because that's that's my favorite theater of all time. You and I have done things there. Oh yeah, we saw the Birdcage there last. We saw summer. the Birdcage, and uh, we saw Batman with yeah, we Kyle. We saw Batman with Kyle. We took Kyle to see that one. Yeah, Kyle, who is always sort of MIA. We don't know where he is, but we know he's around. <laughs> Yeah. We're going to get him out again at some point. Yep. Kyle is the, as far as work he's goes, our he's, our, wheel. he's our caped crusader. He's our, our dark knight. <laughs> he's only seen in the shadows <laughs> and heard from every now and then. He's but. our third wheel, and we mean that in the most endearing, like, lovingly, you know, loving way. We do. Yeah. We love you, Kyle. Yeah. Kisses. Um. <laughs> Kisses. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, theaters for me. I, I, if I had to pick one, I'd say Playhouse Square. Mm. Yeah. See, and unlike you, I've never really seen bands in a theater before. I've only seen them in, like, massive stadiums. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where U2 plays, so. Yeah, uh, yeah, right, <laughs> you know. We got lucky in 2001. They played at Nationwide Arena, and that yeah. was, remember, that was them coming back down to earth. Yeah. That was considered a smaller show for them. <laughs> yeah. So, but they had this heart-shaped catwalk that went out into the into the fans, and then they they still had four monitors above them. They put on a hell of a show, though their their stage and everything. Sure. Awesome. Um. What else? I mean, I've seen like you know G Love and Special Sauce. Have you ever heard of that? I've heard of them? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen him in smaller venues before, like mm-hmm. uh, the Newport. Newport's actually a good, just like you know, dirty. The old venue to go see, see bands on High Street. Did I send you the thing on Instagram about who's coming on the third? No. Dog Star. Oh, with Keanu. Keanu Reeves. Keanu yeah, Reeves is that, going to be at the Newport on October third with Dog Star, and that's my second day at the new job. So <laughs> you can't come back up to Columbus. There's probably no chance that I'll get to see that one, but if I can swing it. Uh, folks, the tickets for these start at like $39. Oh, 
Huh. That's not bad. If you want, there's a meet and greet option. Shannon? I don't do well with meet and greets. I remember. I'm looking at the, at the sticker on your computer, and, <laughs> and it just reminded me of how poorly I do at meet and greets. Like, I'm a pretty social person, except when a hot Hollywood star has their arm around me. I think you did really well, though. No, I didn't. You looked very comfortable, you know? No, and I wasn't. you were very happy. I, <laughs> I was just funny, you know, when I told you about that show, I said, hey, Nikki Glazer's coming to town. She's at the Southern Theater. You want to go? And you said, I'm not familiar with who that is. I said, go ahead and bring her up on YouTube. And you <laughs> saw one video. You know, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Did you think she was funny? She actually sure. was very funny. <laughs> she actually was very funny. And Dennis, as per his usual, got his front row, set, his front row tickets. And I swear to God, she was staring at us all night. You know, you're in the front row. People look at you. I, uh, I was in Detroit in 2002 to see the Pet Shop Boys, right? And yeah. that was, there were, it was no seats. You just, you know, it was all standing room on the floor. And I got there early enough to where I was, there was just one person in front of me. So I was on the stage. And they're looking at all of us, you know. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know. It's kind of cool when, you know, these people that you've listened to for 15 years and you never thought you'd see them live, you're listening to the music and they're looking at you. It's like, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it was cool, but... I, I turn just... into that, you know, 10-year-old boy watching MTV again. <laughs> you know. But I thought you did really well with Nikki Glaser. <laughs> Thanks. I didn't say anything. I, I felt like it was just a series of awkward giggles. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, oh, okay. All right, your minute's up. Go ahead. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. <laughs> But yeah, for uh, for the for a mere three hundred and twenty dollars, you can get a picture taken with the band, with Keanu and the band. So, Keanu, yeah, which to me would be totally worth it. I would do yeah. it. I don't think I'll get the time off. But if you're listening and you love Keanu Reeves' music or his movies and all the other stuff, that if you just like Keanu Reeves, and he's going to be there October third. Hell, Newport. if you uh, pay close enough attention and you're in downtown Columbus, you might even see him walking the streets. He could be, could be riding his motorcycle. Who knows? Yeah. Hey, I will tell you, since we're kind of talking about music and stuff, I mm-hmm. have you know this about me. I kind of got my start. I worked at a concert venue all through college, and I was actually part of the pit crew where I would catch crowd surfers. <laughs> I remember you telling me about that. Yeah. And I was like, my God, how fun. Yeah, like one of the only females to do it on a consistent, regular basis. Mm-hmm. I was catching all... I caught my cousin one time. He's like, really? oh, Shan? <laughs> <laughs> It was actually kind of fun. But, yeah, I uh, that was probably one of my funnest jobs ever is catching crowd surfers. It always sucked, though, like on the real shitty shows where you're like, oh, my God. You don't want to be there. You don't want to be there. These Or it was bands where there were no crowd surfers, but you still had to stand up front in front of the stage. And it's like, ugh. Is it over? Maybe you think the artist. like this band. Yeah, the artist sucks. You I don't know, want to hear like, them. You know. Yeah. Like Nickelback or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) My last show before I started at our current place of employment was the Smashing Pumpkins. Really? They played at the LC. Now, what is it now? Uh, Kemba. Kemba. Yeah. Yeah. I remember it as clear as day. October 11th was my last night there. And it was the Smashing Pumpkins. What year was that? 2007. No kidding. Yeah. At least I think it was October 11th. I say I remember as clear as day. If I'm not mistaken, I know he likes them, but I want to say 
That is the favorite band of Drew Baldwin. Really? At least back in the day. Yeah. Huh. A, kind of an encyclopedia of all things Smashing Pumpkins. Really? Yeah. Did not know that. So, um, let me tell you the worst venue. The worst, and maybe you're familiar with this old place. It's not there anymore. Polaris Amphitheater, which was later on Germain Amphitheater. That was my first concert up here. I saw the Kiss Farewell Tour back in 2000. Are you sure it wasn't the? Are you sure it wasn't the band that you were seeing, <laughs> not the venue? <laughs> Sorry, not a Kiss fan. I know they're legendary. I know a lot of people like them. I am not a Kiss fan. There, I tell you, their music is. Eh. They're they're a live show band. That's what they're known for. If they didn't have that live show, even with the makeup, yeah, they wouldn't be who they are. No, you know they 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 you know in the seventies you know they said they wanted to be they they wanted to be the band that they never saw when they went to shows you know and that's why they had all the gimmicks the fire and the and the you know spitting fake blood and all that stuff and you know (laughs) they were they were you know they started a lot of that stuff. And that's, you know, but this particular show, <laughs> Polaris Amphitheater, this place was a hole, a hole. I don't know. And maybe you can shed some light on this. <sighs> what was built first? The amphitheater or all the apartments and hotels around it? <laughs> I mean, right there. Because you remember all the noise complaints that they get. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, that was, I would say the amphitheater was probably there first. So why on earth? Would they build apartments? Right. I mean, you know, it's a live concert, man. Yeah, true. (laughs) That's actually, you know, I have a funny, not a funny story, but, you know, because I was kind of a bouncer and whatnot at Kemba Live, I knew a lot of the stage guys that did overnight stage work and security and stuff at Polaris. Mm -hmm. And one night, a couple of us went up there to hang out because we knew the guys on, like, the night crew and stuff, and we played tag in golf carts all night <laughs> at Polaris Amphitheater. We were just driving around on golf carts, like, playing, quote-unquote, tag in these damn things. Oh, my God. It was, it was. we were there from, like, 9 o'clock at night until we watched the sunrise <laughs> playing tag. That place, that place reminded me of going to an old high school football game in the 70s and 80s. If you went, do you remember the restrooms? Well, wait a minute. They would have been different for you guys. Hold <laughs> yeah, on. I, I know what the inside of a men's restroom looks like. <laughs> Oops. Anyway, you go into the men's room, and they didn't have urinals. They just had a trough. Everybody mm. pissed in the trough. <laughs> it's like, was just, there ice in that trough? I don't know. It was just I, I didn't spend much time in there because you know every, everybody's everybody's beside each other, and it's like. Hey, you know, how if, you doing? If you were a good quick peer, that you were, you know, you, you were in good shape. I don't want to the... hear about it because you guys, there's never any lines for you guys. You just walk in, piss in a trough, and walk back out and carry on with it. If you're a woman, you're waiting in line for 30 minutes because women don't do anything quickly, especially when it comes to pissing when you're half drunk and you know whatever. So you know, even when you guys aren't half drunk, you still have to pee all the time. What's that I about? I don't. No. Okay. I, well, I've never had children, so I think that helps. From what I've been told. <laughs> unless, unless half the girls on my church choir team in in, in my teen years were were Don't all you go to Catholic school. We're all pregnant and had kids. <laughs> uh, I don't think we stopped the van every ten minutes. 
<laughs> for for pregnant girls. <laughs> no, having kids has nothing to do with it. At least well, in my talk experience. to your thirty and forty year old friends now, and fifty year old friends. Well, they probably can't hold it anymore. There at that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, how many of our listeners wear Depends? I mean, anyway. But <laughs> besides, besides us? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or you? Um, <laughs> I, do not wear, I do not wear Depends. I do not wear anything yet. Um, there might come a day where I have to. I don't know. There might come a day where you have to. I probably should now with the way that my and, sphincter is, and but whatever. <laughs> and you know what? And you probably should too. When that day happens, do you know what product we're going to endorse? Oops, I cracked my pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of our favorite SNL sketches of all time. <laughs> uh, um, all right. What else? What else we got? Shannon, Shannon. What else can we blather on about? What, would you say your favorite band is U2? <laughs> I think anybody who's ever listened to us for five minutes probably can deduct and <laughs> reduce that down. Okay. To, That's yes. kind of what I thought. Let me I, ask I, you I like 311, though. I was a big 311 fan. I still am. I like their music. A lot of people were. Yeah. Yeah. I like them. I dabble in all kinds of shit. Like I said, you should see my Spotify playlist. They're 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000, foreign, electronic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. Frank Sinatra. Old Blue Eyes. Instrumental. What would you say is your favorite U2 album? I think about that all the time. I think about that all the time because what started out as my favorite, you know, I I would say that my favorite is probably Octune Baby. Of course. Followed by The Joshua Tree. Um and then honestly it's a toss up. I I love I don't know. I really am into I'm really into the War album right now too. Oh, okay. I'm really like taking that it one. back there. Yeah. yeah. I'm really digging that one. It's weird because as I've gotten older, I listen to like the whole catalog more, and I'm like, oh man, I really, you know. But yeah, probably Octune, baby. I gravitated towards, of course, Octung is my favorite, but then right behind it, Zuropa. Zuropa. I love Zuropa. I do too. That's the album that they wrote while they were on tour. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I like that. One. I I like pop. Hmm. I do too because I understand, you know. Take that album cover off. Yeah. Take take all the promotion stuff off. Take that appearance that they did at Kmart to promote <laughs> yeah. it away. I and remember just they, li- right before they went on tour, like they did some, they did like a documentary of the pop tour, and mm-hmm. Dennis Hopper was Dennis the Hopper. narrator. I of found it. that on YouTube. Yeah, I would like to find that and watch it because. One of my favorite songs on that album, though, is Please. I love Please. That's one of my favorite songs. They said that that's like a follow-up to the uh, Sunday Bloody Sunday mm-hmm. song. They played that. Um, they were at the VMAs, but the one in Europe. And they played that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that song. That's a deep song. And it's not, it's not, it's not pop. No. It's just the damn promotion of it yeah. screwed up a great album, in my opinion. Two of my other favorites, too, that aren't really on albums are Electrical Storm. I did that at karaoke. And Oh, really? Yeah. That's a good one. Um, and Miss Sarajevo. 
Oh. That is a really great music video. Look it up on YouTube. They do a live performance with Luciano Pavarotti. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's it's about, you know, obviously it's about the Bosnian war that took place in like the early 90s, early through mid 90s and it's yeah, it's a kind of a gut-wrenching I actually video. heard George Michael's cover of that in 99 before I heard Passengers. Oh, really? That's what they called themselves, right? Passengers? Yeah, it was like, yeah, it's this whole album that they did under, it's called like Passengers by U2 or something mm-hmm. like that, yeah. But that's that's actually like one of my mom's favorite U2 songs is Miss Sarajevo. It's beautiful. It's haunting, but it's beautiful. Yeah, and Pavarotti's voice, it gives me goosebumps when I hear it, when oh. I listen to that song. Can you sing Pavarotti's voice? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> One day I'd we like, need to. I like to pretend I do in the shower when I listen to that <laughs> song, but no. One day, if we're ever in the car with it together, we'll, we'll bring it up on the. On, on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring that up, and I'll let you sing, and I'll record it too. <laughs> uh, you know who I like too, <laughs> and I don't care. Coldplay. I like their older stuff. I like their older stuff too, but Russia Blood to the Head. Yeah, and uh, I like the. I, Speed of Sound album yeah. too. I listened to that quite a bit when I was when I was over in Africa in mm-hmm. South Africa, and I don't know something about such a Jay Peterman story. <laughs> yeah, when I was in South Africa. I listened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Burma. <laughs> you might know her as Myanmar, but she always will be Burma to me. <laughs> Uh, but I know I actually saw Coldplay in Detroit. It's the first time I'd ever been to Detroit, and it was in 2011. And if you've never been to Detroit, don't be afraid to go to Detroit. It is a really cool city, and you can. When I was in Detroit in 2011, you could tell that it was, you know, kind of on the up and up, but it was pretty down. Mm-hmm. But talk about a great American, you know, revival story. The city of Detroit. So cool. They've built that new arena district. Yeah, the arena district up there, little, like around Little Caesars, Caesars Arena. Yeah. And uh, it's just a really neat city. A lot of uh, Art Deco architecture, a lot of Gothic type mm-hmm. stuff. It kind of reminds me of Gotham City. <laughs> <laughs> you see, where I saw uh, when I saw the Pet Shop Boys, we were yeah. talking earlier, it was at State Theater. And this was right across the street from the old Comiskey Park. I don't know what it's called now. Or Comiskey. Com- America? Yeah. What was Comer- it? Comerica. It's Comerica. Comiskey was the old White Sox White Stadium. Sox. Okay, Comerica. Whatever it was called before that. Whatever that was. Tiger Stadium? <laughs> <laughs> I think I Maybe think it was. Is what it's, I think Comerica is what it's always been. Okay. I think. I don't remember. I, I do remember standing in line waiting to get in. I don't know if I told you this. You, no. Um, trigger warning. God. I suppose. <laughs> Unintentional. <laughs> but uh, the doors aren't open yet, and there's a pretty good line outside, and I'm in this line. And the marquee, real big on either direction, says, Pet Shop Boys, tonight, all ages welcome. And the amount of drivers driving by, honking the horn, and calling us, Oh, you know, <laughs> different derogatory names. <laughs> oh. After a while, I just started waving to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
Um, I'm trying to think of something. Uh, what do you think? I'm saying we probably give these people a break. You think so? We're about an hour. We're at yeah, an hour. we are. We should wrap it up. We killing it? Are we done with this thing? I we we might be. All right. That's the first Til time I've time. ever thought about wrapping it up. Oh. Uh, gross. I know. It was the. It was there. <laughs> if I didn't say it, somebody else would. Not me. Uh, <laughs> makes me laugh like you do no. <laughs> likewise, <sighs> likewise. <laughs> all right so hey um thanks for listening we're gonna go ahead and wrap this thing up uh again thanks to our uh our wonderful sponsor dick shiny dick uh, shiny's knob polish <laughs> if you've got some dull knobs you go get them things polished remember polish them vigorously <laughs> um thanks to len d'amico uh, and if you want to see him live, he plays with a band called Days Gone By. I just saw them at the Keystone Pub, and they, uh, they're they a killer good band. So go see Len there. Follow his podcast, Columbus Local Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, and uh, we want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, again, you can find us on at least Instagram. <laughs> At Club Shanna DK. I, I, I need to do some more promoting on Facebook. I really haven't been on the socials lately. Well, you know, a, a month ago I put out a poll on the Instagram. Should we open a Twitter? <laughs> and it was 75 to 25, yes. Uh, and I haven't done it yet. <laughs> been a bit, way to listen to the fans. <laughs> been a bit busy, but uh, I, think we'll, I think we'll do that. You're going to have to manage that. I don't do Twitter. I don't that, twat. That tweet. Tweet. I don't tweet. Uh, I don't twat. <laughs> Confirmation. Um, <laughs> She's in bed. <laughs> it's it's the after it It's the after hours. It is Tropicana. It is so quarter till eleven here in Groveport. So Damn, uh, some of us have to go to work in the morning. Yes, not until late. Though. I got I got to be there at three, so I need to get some. Sleep. I get there when I get there. <laughs> work doesn't start for me until I get there. Work doesn't start for me until I say it does. <laughs> so, That's total bullshit. <laughs> Shannon, it was a wonderful time again getting together with you. We will do this again soon. I know. Bitching. And um, that'll be it. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you.